you know, I wanted to start as well by thanking Ed Hervey and, and the Edmonton Eskimos uh, for the opportunity, you know, just to continue to be part of such a great organization. Uh, you know, I think back to when I first came to Edmonton in 2013, and, you know, at that time, that's all I wanted was an opportunity, uh, you know, to, to show that I could play. And Ed was willing to give me that opportunity. He was willing to take a chance on me. And, uh, you know, when I sat down with him for the first first time that I've had a conversation with Ed Hervey, you could tell, you know, that he had a vision for where he wanted this team to go. Um, he had a plan and, you know, it, he knew it wasn't going to be an overnight type of thing, but um, you could tell he was going to build our team correctly uh, and do it the right way to, to try to bring us back to a championship football team. And I was excited uh, from that first meeting uh, for the opportunity to be a part of that. And now we fast forward, you know, three years later, um, now I'm, I'm being given that opportunity to continue uh, to be a part of this football team and, and to be a part of that journey because we're certainly not where we want to be. We're not finished. Um, you know, we, we were able to, to win a championship last season, um, but, you know, that was not our goal initially, um, just to win one championship and be done. Um, it was to, to be a contender year in and year out and, and try to bring this organization back um, you know, to the past of what it used to be. And so, um, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Uh, you know, I love being a part of the Edmonton Eskimo football team and, and the Edmonton community. Uh, you know, I don't think there's a better fan base to play in front of. And, uh, you know, again, like I say, I just feel blessed to, to be a part of this football team, uh, to go out and to battle with my teammates out on you know, the field in the Commonwealth. Tell me, you, you kind of alluded to this earlier. Uh, was this a very tough deal to get done, and how involved were you in the process, or did you just leave it up to your agent totally? And finally, uh, from when you became an Eskimo three years ago, talk about that relationship. It's kind of worked out the way everyone hoped it would work out from, from day one, culminating with the Grey Cup uh, last year. What is it about Mike Riley and the Edmonton Eskimos that has been such a good mix? <laughs> well, thanks for the questions, Morley. First off, um, you know, I, I again, I, I don't think that it was a difficult deal to come to. I, I think the reasoning behind that was just, you know, nobody was going to sit there and play games. We all know that, uh, you know, we all know what's expected and what we want to do, what we want to accomplish, and that's win great cups. And, you know, I feel like I, I give the Edmonton Eskimos the best chance of doing that. Um, you know, if, if I'm on the field playing, um, you know, I have confidence in myself, but I, I have a ton of confidence in my teammates. And so I think from the team's perspective, it was, it was great to see that commit to me because they must have that same belief. Um, you know, and, and on my end, I wanted to commit to this team because I love playing for the Eskimos. I love playing in, in this community. Um, and I, there, I don't think there's a better locker room in the CFL. You know, I'm blessed to have incredible teammates. You know, guys like Odell Willis, Darius Bowman, Almondo Sewell, Nate Kuhorn, guys like that. Those are guys that I want to continue to play football with. Uh, I better throw a few alignment names out there so I don't get beat up. But uh, Matt O'Donnell, Tony Washington, Justin Sorensen, you know, Simeon Rotier, DeAnthony, all those guys. I love playing with them. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to do this for a few more years, it looks like. But, uh, um, you know, I'm not real hands-on when it comes to the negotiation process. You know, I, I have a great relationship with my agent, Dan Bertley, and he does an amazing job. You know, I, I met him when I first came in to the CFL in 2010, but didn't start working with him until the end of 2012. And we were able to build a friendship before we really built a working relationship. So I have a ton of faith and trust in him. And I just let him deal with the business end, and I worry about playing football. Um, that being said, we obviously have conversations. 
uh, during this process and, and nothing happens without, you know, my go ahead on it. Um, you know, but again, he's been doing, uh, you know, my contract negotiations since the time that I started, you know, uh, <laughs> dealing with this, you know, two or three years ago. So I, I think that, uh, as you get into your second, third, fourth contracts, they, they tend to go a little bit faster and the process isn't quite as drawn out. Um, but I, I was happy just to get it done and, and move on and, and worry about football. Um, in terms of your second question, uh, you know, if you'd asked me after 2013 if this was going perfectly, <laughs> I would have told you not a chance. Um, but looking back on it now, as I think I've said in the past a number of times, um, you know, it it really makes it worth it. And I think we had to go through that to get to where we are now. You know, um, there was some serious mountains that we had to climb to get to the Grey Cup. And, uh you know, losing 14 games in one season was part of that, a big part of that. And I think that, uh, you know, because of that, you don't really ever take anything for granted. Um, you know, and, and again, I, I don't think we'd have it any other way. You know, it, it's just much like the city that we play for, you know, people that have success in the city of Edmonton, it doesn't come easy for them. They work their tails off. Um, you know, it's very much a blue collar town where everybody works extremely hard, uh, for everything that they get and they earn it and they do it the right way. Um, you know, and I think that uh, we kind of mirror that on the football field. Um, you know, we've had to battle through some serious adversity, uh, you know, but but we, we do that. And, and we know that uh, we work hard enough at the end of the day. Uh, we're going to have success and it's going to pay off. And I think that's that's happened so far for us. But again, as I started uh, this, this conversation off with, we're not done. Uh, you know, we, we won one great cup, but uh, that, that was not our end game goal. You know, we, we want to build this team into something that uh, we can all be proud of and, and a team that's going to compete and be a challenger for that great cup every single year. And, um, you know, we're going to have our work cut out for us. There's been a lot of change around the league, and every team has gotten better. And uh, if you want to if you want to repeat, you can't stay the same. You need to be a much better football team than you were the year before, and that's our goal. Just one more, Mike. Uh, can you just look ahead to next week or this weekend in Florida and, and getting on the field with the new playbook, with the new coaching staff, and kind of what you anticipate? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really excited for that. You know, Florida is always an interesting time because uh, in terms of veteran players, you know, there's just a handful of quarterbacks, really, and uh, you're playing with a bunch of guys that aren't just new to your offense and your system. They're new to the entire league and the Canadian football rules. So it's 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 something that I'm excited for. I'm always excited to get down there and throw the ball around and just kind of get that little taste of football again before training camp starts up. Um, again, as you mentioned, this brings a new dynamic to camp this year of uh, having a new coaching staff and, and getting on the field and getting to work with them and just seeing their style. You know, the style in a, in a classroom or a media room is one thing, and then styles can be a little bit different once you get out on the field. So everything that I've seen to this point – you know, I'm extremely excited to work with the staff, and, and I'm, I can't wait to get out on the field and see how that translates out onto the football field. Um, and I'm excited to see what kind of talent, you know, that uh, Paul Jones and Ed Hervey and, and the rest of the crew have, have got together to, to bring down to Florida because it seems like every year we have at least two or three guys from that camp uh, that come in and make an impact uh, for us during the football season, and I'm sure this year is going to be no different. So it's nice to get a little sneak peek of that. There's changes. There's there's definite changes when you have an offensive coach versus a defensive coach. And, 
uh, you know, it's been a long time since I had an offensive coach as my head coach. You know, I, I had that um, for the, the the last two years that I was in college. Um, you know, but then most of my professional career, I've had a defensive-minded coach as the head coach. And, you know, there's there's subtle differences and then there's big-time differences, you know. And, and one of the subtle differences, I think, is just uh, the mindset during practice. You know, you get last year, our offense had a good day. Uh, during practice, I always knew it because uh, Chris Jones felt like we had a bad practice. <laughs> you know, and that's just what you get from a defensive guy, and, and, and I love him for it. Um, you know, but that's just uh, that's just one of the you know little subtle differences that you kind of see where I'm going with, and and we've obviously had a great defense here for the last two years, um, and I I have the same exact expectations for our defense this next year uh, that I had the last two years. You know, again I've talked about Coach Benavides being a guy that I've worked with in the past, and I have a ton of respect and a ton of confidence for him. Um, you know, I know he's going to get our guys into a situation where they're able to play fast and they're able to do what they do well, um, you know, and, and there's going to be, you know, there's changes on that side of the ball for sure. There's more changes on that side than there are on the offensive side. There's no doubt about it. Um, but as I said before, I think we got our core group of guys with, with Odell and Mondo. And obviously, you know, I, I forgot to mention it before, but JC Sherritt, uh, getting him back is huge. He's all three of those guys are huge parts of our defense. Um, you know, and, and I, I do believe that we're still going to have one of the best, if not the best defenses in the CFL this next season. But um, I am excited to play for Moss. It's just a different feel when you have an offensive guy as your head coach. And, um, you know, I think that there's going to be, you know, certain things where practice will maybe be structured a little differently where, uh, you know, it might benefit the offense a little more than it has in the last couple of years. That's something that uh, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, but the, the thing that I really like about our football team is that, uh, you know, regardless of what, whether it's special teams, offense or defense, when, when somebody needs to step up, it always happens. And, and when one side, one of the three is maybe lagging behind a little bit, the other two, um, pick up the pace and and there was obvious times last year where our defense carried us when we weren't performing so well offensively um, you know and, and by the same token there was a couple of times especially late in the year where our offense needed to pick it up and our defense was uh, maybe struggling a little bit we were able to do that offensively and so you know I can't tell you what what the percentages are going to be this year I'm sure it's going to be a little different than it has been in, in the last couple of years but uh, regardless of, of who it is that's going to need uh, a little bit of help on each given game um, they're going to get it because we play as a football team we win as a team we lose as a team uh, there's not one player and there's not one side of the ball uh, that's responsible for any kind of success or failure in our football team. We know that. We understand that. So, um, you know, I think we're going to have a great football team. I think it's going to be well-rounded. I think we're going to be good on offense. I think we're going to be good on defense. And I think we're going to be good on special teams. And, uh, you know, but for now, that's all talk. And as you well know, we'll find that out in June.